0: Welcome to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast. This is your host, John Hewlin. So glad you decided to join me today. This happens to be the second of two episodes of the interview I did with former two-time All-Star Major League Baseball player Shea Hillenbrand. If you did not check out the first one, please check that out before you watch and or listen to this one. Because first of all, it'll make this one make more sense. But I really hope you listen to the first one, then come back to this one cuz you'll really really enjoy both of them. Shay is an amazing guy. I loved talking with him about his story, about how he got into baseball, how he became a major league baseball player and an all-star, what life was like in the limelight, and what life has been like since he left baseball. So if that's exciting to you and I hope that it is, stay tuned for the rest of the episode. So let's <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about what life was like for your transition from baseball into what I term the civilian life. Um, I'm guessing your story is probably a little bit different than most folks, cause you left at the top of your game. So now granted, you were in a lot of pain when you did that, but you still left. So what was that like for you? Uh, did it just, did it feel weird to not be playing ball anymore? Did you find yourself wondering, what in the world am I supposed to do? This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. 100%. And
1: uh, I still have dreams on a, on a normal occasion weekly about suiting up and going and playing for the Red Sox, walking to home playing. Hmm and doing those things. And I have to process through that because I had a lot of pain attached to that. And I'm speaking for myself, but I think it's really common with a lot of major league baseball players. And I want to pioneer this space for these guys because we're really struggling. A lot of us go through things that a lot of people don't understand because baseball is every single night. Hitting a baseball, it's the hardest thing to do in sports period. And the way you have to train your mindset at such an elite level is asinine. It's just insane. every night it's not three days a week or once a week or or what it's every night we have three days off a month if we're lucky right. so uh leaving major league baseball what i discovered is i didn't know who i was mm-hmm. and i couldn't trust anybody mm-hmm. and we make up a story when you haven't success successful people make up a story in the head is is i can't trust you because you want something from me you have to want something from me family members want cars Houses, this, cling to your status of who you are. These are the stories that you make up inside your head just to keep people away. But what I discovered when I pulled back those layers of the onion, the only reason why I couldn't trust other people, I couldn't trust myself. I couldn't trust myself because I didn't form or work on anything as Shea Hillenbrand, the person, like I said, I put all my eggs in one basket and worked on Shea Hillenbrand, the the performer. I was told my whole career, if you just hit, you'll find your way to the top. If you just hit, you'll have a job. If you just hit, you'll make tons of money. How about if you discover who you are, you'll 10X your production. How about if you really work on yourself as a person, a human being, your production and your job is going to go through the roof, but they don't want to tell you that because they don't want you to produce so much because you have, they have to pay you more. So you're stuck <laughs> in this paradigm of just, you better perform because if you don't, we're going to replace you. But if you do too good, we're going to get rid of you. That's why I was traded from six teams in seven years, because I was too good for the type of player that I was. And I didn't fit in the clubhouse. I was kind of a cancer because I was hurt and I was a crying little boy. But going into the civilian world is just, uh it's the hardest thing to do because you really take a look. It's like, people really think like this? Like, no wonder why people are struggling and stuck in the status quo, because They don't do anything. You know what I mean? Like if you just do this and do this and do this, you're guaranteed success. If you just keep doing this and this, there's no potion to success. There's no secret potion I can pull out my back pocket. It's just doing the little things every single day and creating resilience and belief in who you are and stirring up that hunger to keep you going through those days to where you want to give up. There's days right now. And I consider myself one of the best in the world at what I do right now. And the only reason I do that is because if I consider myself one of the best in the world, I'm gonna give myself two options, two options only. If I am the best in the world at what, what I do, from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, I'm gonna do everything I can in the world, myself, on myself to be to stay the best, to maintain the best. Or if I'm not the best in the world, but I tell myself I'm the best in the world, I'm gonna do everything I can from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed to become at that level. So relatively people say, well, you say you're the best in the world, you're cocky. you go, no, 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 no. I'm training my mind to say, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is the space I want to be in. I want to tap into who I am at the core to create abnormality. So you have to be abnormal to get paid. You have to be abnormal to to stand out. The only way you can become abnormal is discover who you are at the core and bring that to the world. It's your unique value proposition. For me to be unique in this space, that's what a multi billion dollar space is self development, self help, speaking, coaching. It's multi, like it's crazy to stand out. And people tell me all the time, like, oh my gosh, I'm like, dude, I played Major League Baseball. I was a 13% of the 4% of the 0.05%. You have a better chance of winning the lottery than achieving what I did in Major League Baseball. I'm just applying those, those skill sets and those mindsets to what I'm doing now. And I have to really focus on doing the things that I need to do on a daily basis to fill myself up, to fill my tank up, to keep in the flow, to, 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 to do what you know, whatever anybody says is, is, is do those certain things on a daily basis. Because if you keep doing those, that will push you through those days where you want to give up. I always tell everybody that you have to bring the best version of yourself every single day. I can't bring 100% every day. I'm operating probably at 90% right now. Uh, your viewers are probably like, oh, I would crazy to hear see him at a hundred percent. But uh, 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 See, what happens is people come come to the table every day and they have 40% for their job, 40% of, of presenting themselves to the world. You know what people say? Oh, I'm not even going to try because I don't feel like I have it today. I'm, I'm off today. I'm tired. I don't feel good, whatever. But you know what I do? You know what successful people do? You know what game changes do? World changes do? I bring 40% of the 40%. I can't bring 50% of the 40%. I only have 40% in the tank. I'm not going to bring 10%. Twenty-two percent or twenty-nine percent. I'm bringing forty percent of the forty percent I have that day, so I have to be aware of what I have that day and have to bring full everything I have of that forty percent, so I don't give myself my mind a chance to create excuses because that's what we do. We use excuses in our current situation to keep us where we are right now. Momentum is the key to life. The hardest start, the hardest part of momentum is getting started. The reason why people don't start is excuses and their current situation. But so many people say, hey, just alleviate those excuses. No, 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 no. Your excuses are valid. Those are your excuses. Some people like I was, I was living in a van. Is that an excuse or is that reality? Um, I I didn't have any money after owning everything in the world and having $20 million. Eight years ago, I had nothing. Is that excuse? Those are valid to me. But even though you have those, you still have to take that. You still have to go. We don't go and take momentum and take the little steps and go and start to match that craft to, to try to, to, to get the success and result. We're getting two things. We're creating belief and conviction in ourselves when we take that action. These are like high level, like cheat codes that so many people do at the top. And it doesn't take talent. It just takes understanding and the ability and the willingness to go do those things on a daily basis. I'm gonna, I'm creating belief right now. This is my reps in the batting cage right now. I'm doing podcast after podcast after podcast. I'm putting the ball in the tee right now, and I'm just doing it over and over and over again. I got three. Ca- I have three cameras set up right now. What am i am going to do after that? I'm going to upload those to my, my computer, and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to study it. I'm going to pull a clip out. I'm going to master the craft. I'm going to do the things what I need to do and learn from that to become unique because abnormality, abnormal, pays, abnormal impacts. See, I can't come and just speak. I'm sure a lot of people you have in your podcast, they speak, they're dropping bombs. They're dropping really, really great knowledge. But if you don't share with energy, if you don't share with passion, people are just going to let it go in one ear and out the other. Because what happens is so much noise out there right now. I don't even know what to do. That's what they're thinking. They have to feel you. And if somebody feels you, they will be able to retain the information that you have. I have to be able to change the state of your audience right now. I can't do it by anything else other than the way I'm conveying my message. They have to be able to hear it. They have to feel it through my voice. And I have to do a lot of things to put myself in this position to go every single day. And my energy and my passion separates me. That brings out the abnormality. I mean, that provides me with opportunities to go to the next level and create opportunities to impact more people's lives.
0: Oh yeah, you, you definitely. When you get people to lean in, that's when you know you have them. That's what is the best. You know, um, I would really like the way you said that about the abnormality, and that's and that's what pays is being abnormal. I, oh, I, abnormal,
1: people. I wonder why. Like, like we went and visited uh, uh the Pentagon. And uh, when I was with the Red Sox on an off day, we we're playing actually the, the Orioles, the Washington Nationals weren't, they were still in Montreal. And uh, one of the high ranking officers, I did a Facebook post on one of the high ranking officers says, you know what? I don't understand this. I'm in charge of hundreds of thousands of our military personnel's lives. I'm in charge of it. And with one decision, it could either mean life or death for them. And I don't really make much money. I don't really, I don't make a lot of money compared to you guys. Major League Baseball players, you're playing a sport, you're hitting the ball, you're entertaining people, and you guys make millions. And my teammate, Nomar Para, instantly piped up. All due respect, sir. But in high school, I could hit a curveball. You couldn't. In high school, I was abnormal. A lot of people can't hit the curveball. A lot of people can't step outside that comfort zone and, and go out there and make a, a pivot. A lot of people can't do the things on a daily basis outside of what they know and fear of failure and fear of what people think about them and fear of, 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 of of going backwards and beating themselves up. And that, that limited belief, you have to be able to hit the curveball. You have to be able to pivot. What makes you unique? The only way you'll find abnormality and the only way you'll be unique is discovering who you are at the core. And so many of our stories, so many of those limited beliefs are keeping us back lumped into the 80 percentile. We should be in a, 90% towel, 100% towel. All of us are unique. All of us have gifts and talents. You don't have to go out there and speak or coach or teach or create video content like I do. Um, you could be anything. When you find that and you add that gift and you add that talent and you just serve people, that's what it's about. Till then, you'll stay in that nine to five. You'll stay fighting yourself, going to bed, wondering what life's about, waking up. Is this all, you know, I I have no idea. I have no fulfillment. Empty encounters with your spouse and children and just like, oh, just frustrated. And we got to pull up our bootstraps as men, right? We got to go out there and provide and protect our family and do that. And I'm going to sell my soul to a job and sit back on a rocker when I'm 70, 75 years old and wish I would have knowing that you have something inside you, a dream or a vision tugging at you every time you go to bed, keeping you up at night. Like, man, I wish I could do that. But if I do that, I can't do this. Do it. Put yourself in a position to work on yourself every single day. Do the things that that fill yourself up and you will discover uh, what you've been put here to do is all with who you are. And once you discover that, that's where you find your abnormality.
0: Mm, Love that, Shay. You know, you were talking about the things that you're putting in, the reps you're putting in right now to get better at your craft, what you're doing. Um, It makes me think about when I first started doing public speaking, which was I hate to admit this, but it was over thirty years ago. We'll just say that That's I'm fifty-two, awesome. by the way. It's awesome.
1: Um, you look young, man.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, and when I did, I mean, I, there were plenty of people that I knew that were better at it. I mean, it is not hard to tell when someone is a gifted speaker. That is not hard to tell. But what was telling was seeing these people ten years later, and they were at the, the exact same. Same, the same level.
1: The same.
0: Because they were, they were satisfied with their gifting and it was enough for them and i knew that if i wanted to get to their level or higher i had to do some work i had to improve some things i had to get better and so that's what i have done over the years i do things to get better i try to learn from what i've done now granted we learn much more from our failing than we do when we do things right, and so I'm okay with that now. In fact, the question I ask my kids with some some frequency is, what did you fail at today? Which totally goes in the face of the public educational system, which we will not talk about. I'm, that's not what I want to get into today, but how it's not serving our kids at all. It's archaic. It's industrial age way of looking at the world, where, you know, how many kids are they're going to end up working in a factory someday probably not many and so the educational system sets them up to become that kind of a worker it doesn't set them up to be free thinkers and to continue to learn as they get older and okay I'm going to step off of that soapbox for now and get back into what I
1: was actually yeah, talking. Yeah, let me, let me speak on that. Let me speak Please on that no. with, 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 with what you're talking about before you are talking about the education system. Yeah. Um, I call it the level up system. This is what, okay. one of the things that I teach people other than the four-step focus formula uh, to be able to become a lead performer and scale yourself really quickly is that when you start, we start in level one. I have to start in level one. And I have my mindset on level 10, 11, 12, whatever that might be that the end result of like, I want to be on stage speaking in, 20, in front of 20,000 people. I want to do that, but I have to start in level one. And when I, when I master level one, I'll automatically graduate to level two. And when I graduate from the master level two, I still refrain, retrain level one stuff, but I, I master level two. Then I, then I na- naturally graduate to level three. It's like, you have to understand, I have to master where I am right now. I can't trick myself. I have that vision because that's the greatest tool we have in our toolbox is vision because your mind is not able to, to discern the difference between imagination and reality. So I have that vision of, I want to be there, whatever that might be. I want to play major league baseball, but I have to master hitting the ball off the batter's tee right now because i'm on level one so level two and then level three but what happens people go to level one and level th- they want to go to level seven then when you go to level eight like it's not possible now you get distracted now you get off track and now you get get mundane and now you get plateau and when you try to go too far ahead of yourself limited beliefs come in setbacks come in and you ingrain that crap in your mind telling yourself well you know what i know you want to do this but you really can't do this how do you know i haven't mastered level two when I master level two and go to three, I might have a setback. I might go back to level two from level four, right? I might have to set back. I might like an injury playing baseball or whatever. And once I do that, I have to master level two, come back to level three, come back to level four. And then all of a sudden you might skill level five, six, seven. Now I'm playing major league baseball because I went from double A to the major leagues. The first guy to do it in 30 years for the Red Sox to go from double A, AA, skip triple A. I skipped triple A because I mastered a setback, and I mastered where I was, and I stayed where I was in the things I can control. The way you do that is you have to know who you are. You have to understand. It's not how much you know, it's how quickly you learn it, is what skills you to the big leagues. It's who are you? You take this information in and you apply it to yourself. I can't apply. How you apply it, I have to apply it, how Shea Hillebrand applies it. And once you do that, now I'm competing in the major leagues. Five years after I'm playing junior college baseball, I'm rubbing shoulders with the best of the best in the world. And my second year in the major league baseball, I'm voted into the all-star game. I am a level seven major league baseball player. And I'm freaking crushing and competing and having success against 10s, 11s, and 12s. I didn't try to act like a 9 or a 10. I can't do it. I can't do what Albert Pujols does, Barry Bonds does, Manny Ramirez does, Mike Trout does. I could, I could list it on and on. The superstars of Major League Baseball. I can't do that. And But, dude, I can hit a baseball. I was one of the best in the world, and I couldn't do what they do. So I can't do that. I have to compete against myself. And I'm learning from the people around me that are having success. I'm learning from people around me that are failing. And I'm just implying that. With my, But I have to understand who I am. It's all in who you are. And that's what makes you successful in what you do. So wherever, regardless of where your viewers or listeners are right now, you have to start in level one. For most people, that's stop the bleeding in your life. It's looking it in the mirror, see, acknowledging where I am, and taking an action and owning it. Where am I at? Well, maybe I shouldn't be watching pornography right now. Maybe I shouldn't be going out there and having these promiscuous uh, uh, DMs with people I shouldn't have. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have that extra drink or, or do these extra things, or maybe meet up with my boys at the bar on Wednesday nights and have a beer because, I'm. maybe I just need to do level one, stop the bleeding. And once you stop the bleeding, hold yourself accountable. When we hold ourselves accountable, when we say we're gonna keep the promises to ourselves, we have to do that. If I say I'm going to wake up at 7 o'clock tomorrow and I don't wake up at 7, I have to hold myself accountable. I can't let those re ingraining limited beliefs in my head just go over and over again. No, I say, dude, I have to kick myself. Come on, Shay. You're better than this. I don't beat myself up. I don't tell myself I suck. I'm just saying, dude, you said you're going to do this. Do this. But the most important thing is what most people do not do is when they do keep that promise to themselves, they don't celebrate that. They don't Mm -hmm. pat themselves in the back. They do not receive that little dopamine release from that little wind that's going to get you going through and keep the momentum accelerated day in and day out. This stuff is so simple. I take out the trash the same way every day. I make the bed the same way every day. I mow the lawn the same way every day. I drive my car the same way every day. It's the routine-oriented process, step-by-step-by-step by step by step to complete and accomplish a task at a high level. When you do that, you get that dopamine release. Your confidence goes to the roof. But if you, there's so many people that haven't even accomplished or, or completed a task. Because they get distracted with all this stuff on social media. They have generalized thoughts and generalized focus going through your mind. And when you have that, you have a lack of self-confidence because you're confused. But When you have a specific focus on the task at hand, you're allowing yourself to ingrain that movement, that task, and master that skill set step by step by step because the uncluttered mind is systematic. When we do that, you accelerate yourself and one day... One day, the people listening right now might be on level one. If you do these simple things, just watch this over and over again. I'm dropping bombs, cheat codes of successful stuff. God. It's super simple. If you do that, you never know. You might find yourself becoming a two-time all-star, making millions of dollars in the industry that you're in or oh, the path of the dream and vision that you are. I am passionately, vigorously have a hunger inside myself for people not to feel that pain i felt on top of the world like you said at the beginning that's what i love about resonating with you is that people have it all backwards once you get yourself straightened out inside yourself your personal life your personal you 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 once you figure out you what do you do you need should i eat that donut this morning or should i drink that water should i have this or should i have that do i need to work out i live behind my neighborhood right here there's trails i have to trail run almost every single day because nature Download stuff in me. It is downloading my mind. It's filling my spirit and I'm getting physical exercise. I'm getting the trifecta. I have to be able to spend time with my dogs. I have to be able to spend time with my wife. I have to be able to go to the gym. There's things that I have to do that are different from everybody else. I don't expect you to do the things that I do, but become aware of the, when you don't do the things, how do I feel? How do I operate? What's the state of it? Am I angry? Am I frustrated? Am I, am I negative? And you can change that super simple.
0: Oh yeah. What role does faith play, not only in your life but in your business?
1: Everything, everything. God brought strategic people. Mainly, my wife. It's her birthday today. Uh, he brought her in my life Happy when birthday, I. Houston. Yeah, he brought her into my life when I was at the lowest point in my life, and uh, it, it's it almost brings me to tears every time because I have messed up so much in my life. I've messed up everything in my life, and the stuff that I'm teaching and sharing is from 100% experience. It's not theory, it's not book, it's experience. And I was the kid in fifth grade that I'm playing Major League Baseball and owning a zoo. 98% of people don't even get to do one dream. I accomplished both. And I'm accomplishing my third dream, purpose, all that stuff right now. And I've messed, this is coming from somebody who was eight years ago, I burnt every bridge in my life. I didn't have any family talking to me. I've I've treated people like garbage. and. And God brought her into my life and 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 she held me accountable and she was strong enough to stand up and say, you know what, when you're ready to get up and stop being a victim and stop Major League Baseball playing everybody uh, to, to, to justify where you are, to feel bad for you, um, I'm here. And it's the greatest thing. So badly, I wanted her to lean down like Jesus and put her arm around me and say, it's going to be all right. But she didn't do that. She says, get up. You're better than this. Get up, dude, when you're better than this. And I hated it. She challenged me. She did everything. And that's the best thing. And the only way I could think that, like, she's successful. She's pretty. shes I tell her she's a nerd. Like, she's extremely, like, the opposite. Everything of me is like, there's no reason in the world that she should have come into my life when she did to give me a chance and to see something in me that she didn't. That, that wasn't there. And it's, it's God. It's, it's, it's my faith. It's, it's spirit. I know we're made up of spirit, mind, and body. Your spirit, the power inside you comes from your spirit. Um, and everybody has their own walk. And everybody has their own, their own path. And, and I'm not here to uh, try to preach one way or the other. That's just myself. It, is that uh, whenever I try to do it on my own, uh, I failed. And I set myself back. And it was so hard. When I'm able to just walk through a door and smile and show up. And just be myself and just share. Um, that's when everything goes to the next level myself. And so many of us can't do that. So many of us can't just show the world who we truly are in fear of people thinking you're weak. If these people really knew this about me, what'd they think of me? And that was me on top of the world, flying the private jets and cracking home runs in front of forty thousand people. And now it's just uh I found the fulfillment, I found the peace, I found the joy. I found the fruits of the spirit. I found all the things I was searching for on top of the world. In, and and it went through a lot of hard work. I had to discover who I was at the core and, and put the work in. And doing that, I led myself to where I am now, waking up every day with a hunger, waking up, can't wait for the next day to be able to just to share and see what's ahead of me, collaborate, um, networking with people. I never talked to people. I couldn't even have a conversation. I didn't even have a voice. I, I had a bat. And if I showed you how good I was with the bat, you're going to pay me. And that's not how... Life works. It's about relationships, but you can't show up and 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 leverage a relationship unless you show up with your authentic, true self of who you are. That's all you have to do. You don't have to schmooze. You don't have to show. You don't have to impress. And if and if and if who you truly are doesn't doesn't impose or or impress something on the person you're with in that relationship of business, then that's probably not the person you're supposed to be around. Even if they might be a billionaire who I'm having a, a lunch with. Next week, I'm having lunch with a billionaire. He just messaged me. I'm like, this is insane. How's a billionaire? I mean, this billionaire who has resources and connections and all that stuff to get me to do the things that I want to do, maybe, maybe he might not be the way. But I can't go up to try to impress him. I can't go up and try to do this. And th- I'm just showing up as me. And I'm showing up and and, and, and letting walking through the door and smiling and, and whatever gets downloaded in that conversation gets downloaded. And if it doesn't impress, then it doesn't impress. I'm finally to that point to where I don't care. But I care so deeply <laughs> about yeah. other people. You know, I can't I can't control what other people think and it's the uncontrollable, right? Sure. I can control the things that you can control and that's all I can control. And and when I was on top of the world, I couldn't control myself. I was scared of myself. I didn't trust myself. I hated myself. And uh I was able to hide behind that veil of major league baseball player and it sucks. It's a really crummy feeling. Mm. First word in my mouth every day in a four million dollar mansion playing for the angels in my truck is the F word every single day. <laughs> in my Life at the time would roll over. What do you, what do you, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, you'll never understand. I don't understand. It's a scary place to be. And a lot of people are there right now. Just keep going every single day, one step at a time, pouring the good in your ears, being aware of the conversation you have, and start keeping the promises to yourself. You'll inherit the MLB mindset.
0: We're getting somewhat close to our wrap up time here, Shay. And I certainly want to thank you for your time of being with us today. Uh, got a few things I want to hit before we get to our final four. The first one is what's one habit you believe every person needs? If you can't limit it to one, give me like a top. No, 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 no.
1: The, the, the word is in my mind it starts with a D, but I can't think of the word. But I'll explain what it is. It's just okay. uh, um, shows it up every single day. Writ, determination. I was thinking desire, determination, though. dedication. Mm-hmm. Um, Got to show up. You have to show up. Show up every single day. Put it in when, when there's one person there. Put it in when nobody's doing. watching you. Put it in. Put it in and put it in and put the work in and keep going every single day. When you fail, when people laugh at you, I've had really close people laugh at me uh, as I'm on this journey. When I was on my last journey of playing baseball, this journey of doing what I'm doing right now. You're a hypocrite. What are you talking about? You treat people like this or whatever. I, I I'm still a work in progress. I'm not perfect. I'm progressing, right? Like I, I still fail. I still. I have arguments. Welcome stealing. to the club, right? Like we're, we're all human, man. It's just a matter of just uh, not trying to hide behind that. Make people think that you're perfect. Because people don't, people don't connect and relate with perfect. They connect and relate with the pit. They connect and relate with challenging parts. How can you relate to setting a batter's box in front of forty thousand people on TV in front of millions of people? You can't. I can't expect you. If I try to get you to relate to that, that's just stroking my ego and trying to make me feel good about myself. But if I tell you there's a point in time in my life where I'm sitting there in my bed and I just want to freaking just end it all. I'm driving in my car and and I, I, I I'm wondering what the purpose of life is after I live my childhood dreams. How can you relate to that? Like you can relate to wondering like what am I doing? Like like is there is this all there is to life? Like, like I, I accomplished this and that's not it. The success, the fame, the glory. You know what it is? It's, it's discovering who you are. And I always ask everyone I work with, everybody I talk to, how do you know what you want if you don't know who you are? How do you know what you want if you don't know who you are? Ask people what they want. And there's so much surface level things because the surface level things because they're operating on a surface level with who they are because they're scared to present themselves to the world because of that pain. That pain and those experiences, those traumatic things like, like when I was a kid or when I was an adult or I was in a situation with a, a failed marriage. Or, like I've had failed marriages. I've I've had so many things in my life and I was so ashamed of that before. But once you, once you come to grips with that, that that's just part of your journey and part of your life, you just have to get up every single day and go. Keep going forward, keep trudging forward, keep trudging forward, keep moving forward. And if it doesn't feel like it's working right there, pivot, pivot to something else and keep going, keep that dream, keep that vision, keep that light, keep doing it, keep doing it. I had a major league baseball player I played with. They said he wanted to be a doctor when he grew up, but everybody told him he couldn't be a doctor. So he played baseball. I'm like, be a doctor now. If you're 40 years old, you can be a doctor now. What is it, 48? Go to medical school at 48, eight years of medical school. You could go and start practicing before you're 50 and be it. A- and it's just like, I have the goosebumps right now because it's like, those are the things that, that it's not too late. Like, like I started my life all the way over from zero, zero, not even one. I wasn't even level one. I was on zero at 40 years old. Like, you know how hard that is after making 20, like being on top, like it's the hardest thing in the world. And I'm so glad I did it i could have been just like so many of my comrades playing major league baseball i know four guys that blew their heads off because they went through what i went through and i'm desperately trying to use my voice and my passion and my energy to speak to your audience say dude you're not alone ma'am gal you're not alone like we're all going through this we all have it and it's like you could rewrite it you can rewrite that story Uh, i have a a t-shirt i have this rewrite it's rewrite that story rewrite that program rewrite it you could rewrite it every single day and whatever that is, just go do it. Just go do it. Just go do it. What was separated me from my friends? I just went and did it. I just kept doing it. I didn't give up. I, I, I always chose to, uh, walking up the stairs rather than taking the elevator. Just do the hard things. Keep doing it. Just, just keep going. Like, it just, you never know. Like, I never imagined I'd be here. I and mean, when I'm looking up and I'm like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. This is like, I, I I found something I'm interested in. And the interest turns into desire, and that desire turns into passion, and that passion turns into obsession. You can mm-hmm. be obsessed with something, and you can also have a healthy obsession. And that's what's cool, is being able to toggle between that and find that. I'm a guy that's a high-risk taker, step outside the box, and, mm-hmm. and I'll walk up to a bum in the street, I'll walk up to a major league baseball player, I'll walk up to, hey, what's going on? Where are we at? How are you doing? What do you need? Let's go. So, nice. just keep going.
0: I wasn't planning on this question, but based upon our Give conversation- it. I'm going to ask it anyway. Is there a book in your future? Oh yeah. Oh, I would think at least Multiple. one, if not more.
1: Multiple books. And um, I, I, I really have a desire to do a documentary in my life. Mm. Um, but, but Which we me...
0: didn't even talk about you being a producer. Hello. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I love that stuff. I mean, like all this stuff. I love cameras. I love videos. I love editing. Like it, it's something that I like it's when I do it, I enjoy doing it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work doing the post edit and stuff like that. But it's just like, I enjoy doing it. So find something you enjoy doing and just keep doing that and see if there's a way. Like my, my, my wife, this is what it is right here in a nutshell. When I met my wife, I said, if you want to get rich, do something you're good at. If you want to create wealth, do something you're passionate about. Do something you're passionate about. Find that. Do something that you really enjoy doing. And do it to serve other people, which is purpose, right? We talked about that earlier. For five years, she says, you got to do this and that one. So last year, Father's Day, we sat down in my office and she said, i got to have a conversation with you. And I said, okay, cool. She's like, you know that time you're talking about if you want to get rich, do the, you know, something you're good at. If you get... And I'm thinking in my head, I'm telling you all these thoughts going to my mind. Like, I'm telling you, it's right. I'm telling you from experience. I'm not going to deviate. And she, she told me, she's like, you're right. Right, she says, I'm really good at what I do in this corporate space, but I really love horses. And with horses, I think I could do this, 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 and this, and I could take this passion and make it a make it a career, and and make an impact with importing horses from Europe and and, and doing this, this, mm. and that, and use the same smart. So it's like, okay, what is that space that you're in right now that you've gained skill sets that you've mastered that you're really good at, and and what, what what do you enjoy doing? I mean, I'm not saying do a full switch and then do it. I mean. On your spare time work on that and not just ride horses because it's it's a very expensive hobby yeah. my, my two daughters and my wife they, they jump horses in that space and it's like okay, okay what can we do in this space is there a product you can create is there uh, can you sell? there's things within inside the industry that you're in like in baseball or whatever that might be is it like you gotta be able to think outside the box because there's ways that, to impact people's lives in an abnormal way to where you can make a lot of money doing that. That's the beauty about being in the United States. There's a lot, they're printing money every single day. So why chase the buck? You should be training that mindset. You should be training that mindset. You should be training that skill set. You should be training that heart set. And once you get that heart right and your mind right, your stuff stuff will be exposed to you. Stuff will hmm. be presented to you. Visions, it can't not. Like every person I've talked to, it's happened the same way every way, but we just have to get out of our own way.
0: Sure. How can folks find you, Shay?
1: ShayHellerbrand.co. I have AllStarLifeExperience.com. It's an eight-week hybrid group coaching course that I take mm-hmm. a deep dive with my clients. Um, it's not for the average person that just. Oh, I don't know what. I want. It's for the person that's like that, that's heard this. It's like, dude, I want to do something. There's something in me I can't figure it out. I'm not showing up as a man in my house for my wife and my kids. I, I'm providing money, um, but. All my eggs are in that. I don't know anything about myself outside of what I do. That's the type of person I want to speak into because uh, that's the person I resonate with. So I have uh, SheaHillenbrand.co for my speaking and that program's there. And then on social uh, and and then that uh, uh, all-star life experience because I want people to help people design that all-star life, that life I'm living right now. I mean, I take my kids to school in a golf cart you know, every day and pick them up. And I'm nice. living in a country club with the mountains, stuff like that. And that's, it, it, that's, that's, that's you nor there. This, that's a vision I had in 10 years and, and, and God sped it up so quickly uh, because I, I, I'm mastering myself and doing the things I need to do to, to give and provide the world. So uh, sheahellenbrand.co, all com. That's up right now. And then uh, on social, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Yeah, and LinkedIn, the other platforms I don't do. So you can find me on there.
0: Great. Well, Shay, we're going to jump into our final four. They're just four quick questions. Just tell me the first thing that pops in your head. All right, here's question one. Why did God create Shay?
1: To use his voice to help people find their voice to impact the world.
0: Love that. Succinct and to the point. What are you doing, reading, or listening to right now that's helping you grow?
1: (laughs) I'm listening to probably five different books. I have my earphones in all day long. Uh, sometimes I've, I I love going on longer drives. So uh, my car is my college, right? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, what you put in your ears, uh, you're in charge of. You let speak into your life, you're in charge of. What you watch on TV, you're in charge of. And what comes out of your mouth, in charge of. You can control all four of those things. And yeah. that life goes to another level. So um, I, I, I read the Bible quite often for my spirit. And uh, I'm. I, I should just have a camera crew follow me around day with Shay so you can see it. Um, <laughs> That'd be <it's>, fun. <laughs> the heck's this guy doing? I, I just don't sit still.
0: Gotcha. What do you do for fun? Oh,
1: I go trail running. I love doing that. Uh, I walk my dogs. And then uh, I support my wife and my daughters in their dream. And it brings me, it brings, uh, it's very emotional for me because it brings me so much joy to be able to support them. Because it was all about me my whole life and showing Things to my wife that she didn't think was possible is the greatest gift I could ever give her because she was there for me. So, outside of that, I travel with my wife and my family, and that's about it. I don't, I don't, I don't watch TV. I don't watch sports. I don't, uh, I don't play men's softball league. Like I'm just like God gave me a second chance, and I'm just passionate to do everything I can to bring light to people because I was there. I was one breath away from giving up, and. To my last breath, I'm going to do everything I can to, to, to help other people.
0: For sure. What was the, uh, what was the last book you, uh, you listened to?
1: Um, I go through so many. It's crazy. I'm pulling up my Audible app right now. Okay. Um, right now, what's playing is From Strength to Strength. Okay. Cultivate Your Aspen Grove. I don't know who, that, who that's Arthur C. Brooks. I mean, see, I have hundreds and hundreds. Of oh, yeah. In my library. So it's just, it's just going, I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to, I put it on like one and a half times the speed too. So I speed it up a little bit, mm-hmm. audiobooks. Yeah. And uh, I will, uh, I'll listen to them four or five times in a row. i kind of obsessed like that. Just trying to, like you said, right? To be a speaker, to be, you can't just keep doing the same thing all the time. Or a teacher or a coach. You're like trying to, trying to evolve and trying to widen your horizon and trying to be a different way. Uh, different information. And that, that's where I find my competitive niche right now. <laughs> from playing Major League Baseball, right? There's nothing to compare of suiting up in the clubhouse and walking down to the tunnel to the dugout, getting ready to go to war every single night on that field. You against the pitcher in front of 40,000 like gladiators. And then when they, they announce your name, now batting number 29, Shea Hillenbrand. Like it's, like, it's so hard to replace that feeling and and, and doing this is, 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 it replaces that feeling for me. So I'm constantly, constantly, constantly pouring a good into to, to, to make myself, not to set myself apart or to try to be better than everybody else. I, I know this for a fact. Like each one of us have begin have been given a voice, and so many of us don't know that we have a voice. Each one of us have been given a voice. That's my clothing company, Two V's Apparel, Voice to the Voiceless, mm. uh, that came to me through a vision. And uh, each one of us have been given a voice. We don't know how many people that's going to like. Like God doesn't reveal that to us, mm-hmm. but it's our responsibility to, to keep training and keep growing and keep doing, not to compete, but to speak. And, and do that. All of us, whether it's five hundred, five people, five thousand, or five million, or five hundred—I don't know that. So it's just a matter of just going out there and, and just just spreading the message every single day.
0: Well, you're crushing it, brother. So great job. Keep it up.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. Your your message, I know, is going to encourage so many. Not that it hasn't already. I know that it has, but it's going to even more. And so I want you to know from my heart, I'm here to support you in any ways that I possibly can. If that's by getting the word out about things that you're doing, if that's connecting you to other people, man, that's what I'm here for. Because part of my purpose on this planet is to help people get where they're supposed to go.
1: It's awesome. It's a gift. I appreciate that.
0: Well, again, Shay, thank you so much for your time. It is extremely valuable and it is your most precious resource because it's not renewable. So I want you to know how much I treasure that and how much our audience does as well.
1: Thank you so much for trusting me with your audience, and hopefully uh, we can reach some light.
0: Absolutely. And thank you all for tuning in today. I hope that you got something out of this. And if you didn't, something's wrong with you. I don't mind saying that. I'm the host. It's my show. I can say whatever I want. And that is, if you didn't find at least one thing that you can apply to your life and make your life better, we need to have an offline conversation because something's not going on well with you. (laughs) I, I love you so dearly. <laughs> thanks, I appreciate that. Thank you. You all, thanks for being here, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show. Two ways you can do that are to give us a rate and review and or connect with me on social media. You can find me at John Hewlett. Thanks again for listening, and remember, passion gets you started. Purpose keeps you going. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye.